Hello and welcome to the Sunflower Allotment Podcast. It's a podcast for anybody and everybody interested in vegetables and fruit. And just loving being on the allotment. Yes, <laughs> yes. exactly. We're here today on my plot um, and it's a lovely sunny day, getting quite warm actually, but we, we thought we'd have a chat about jobs that we have been doing over the last few weeks, over Easter and in March, and then we thought we'd have a bit of a chat about what jobs we've got coming up and jobs and general sort of tasks for April. So yeah, that's what we're going to cover today. Right, let's get into it. But, yes, we're on Rachel's allotment. And isn't it amazing? Uh, because it is sunny. It is and sunny. And it's not just yeah. sunny, it feels warm. Yes. We're here in t-shirts and shirts. And a couple of weeks ago, we were having snow. It's the amazing yeah. thing about this country. You can go from winter, or, you know, it almost feels like summer. But we could have snow again yes. next week. But we're not going to. It feels like it's been the longest winter as well. It, really it does. seemed to go on forever. And I was just going to add on that. Your plot, Rachel, looks sublime. Oh. Honestly, it, it looks does look amazing. Incredible. You're putting I mean, us all to shame. Yeah, I, I was fortunate to come a bit earlier with Lara, and we walked around, and you showed us the pond with all the tadpoles and all the life from the pond, and then all your amazing. Um, parts of your allotment your different beds and your wallflowers it's it's really really pretty oh, it's really lovely you. your chickens so uh so really just a lovely just a lovely place to be it's it it's lovely it oasis in, it's the, lovely in the middle seeing, of north norwich it's lovely seeing things in flower i mean daffodils still going strong yes um yeah but it, yeah yeah and uh yeah well on, uh, on that so looking at your plot then rachel what, what uh what have you been doing in the first parts of spring and in, in yeah. march and first few weeks of april so I, I've been pretty lucky because I work at university part of the week. They close for a, a portion of Easter. So the reason my plot is looking so full of life and organised is because I've had time off work. So I've been able to come down here a bit more. So I have been trying very hard not to dig after our um, recent conversations with Stephanie. Mm. Um, as much as I love digging, I have not been digging. I have been adding mulch and compost and things to the tops of my beds and... Yep hoeing off the weeds and digging out individual root systems if I need to. So lots of that, which has felt really good, actually. Um, mentally, I feel like I'm doing a good job, so that's nice. You so can tell, can't you? You can, and, and it's always lovely, that feeling of connection once you get your hands in the soil, Yes, exactly. It? And it's how you learn your allotment. You yeah. know, it talks to you, doesn't it? It speaks it does. to you. You can tell, sort of, because although you're not digging, you do need to sort of check what sort of soil you've got. So getting your hands in and seeing how many worms there are, sort yeah. of how far the... The, we've had quite a lot of rain in the yep. last couple of months so seeing how far the the moisture sort of has fed through the soil whether it's just the top layer that's got some moisture in it um, and I'm pleasantly surprised that it has actually managed to soak through a bit more than it usually has so that's mm. that's nice and to it see. was unbelievably dry it really end of was. January you go down two inches yes. and mine was was dry yes. as a bone it's not now because no. we've had a very wet February and a very yes. wet March very very wet March yeah um but it is, yeah, it's looking fantastic, Rachel. Oh, thank you. Hardly a hair or weed <laughs> oh, out no. of place. Well, that's definitely not true. But, um. Yeah. <laughs> um, but what, what have you planted? So, yeah, I've 
been planting quite a bit in the last couple of weeks. So I've got some peas in, um, uh, some sort of traditional garden peas, and they're growing up what used to be the allotment gate, um, just over there. Uh, oh yeah. <laughs> we, the old gate got a bit flimsy and my very kind boyfriend built me a new one out of something else that had fallen to bits. So I used the old gate to, to grow the peas up. So I've got them in. Um, got my potatoes in, my early potatoes in, which I'm pleased about. Um, a kind allotment neighbour gave me some brassicas, um, some broccoli, so I've managed to get them in. Mm. And my broad beans, I've sort of moved them around so that they're, because I plant them in the um, autumn, I've moved them around so that they're closer together. Any that yeah. didn't come up, I've packed them in closer now so that they should hopefully be able to pollinate and stuff. Should we, as we talk, should we, should we walk? Mm. Yeah, we could do good. And because your, your leeks are looking fabulous. Yeah, that's what I wanted to walk towards because you, you mentioned earlier that you've got these overwintering leeks, which yes. I've never heard of before. Yeah, and I wish I could remember the variety. I think I've got the label somewhere. But yeah, my leeks, I love leeks, but they don't tend to do very well down here because it's just so hot and dry and south facing. Mm. So this year I tried some that you can overwinter. So I planted them in the autumn, three rows of them, and they're looking good and strong and healthy. And some of them I could probably harvest now as yeah. mini leeks if I wanted. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I'm pleased with them. That's probably the healthiest looking leeks I've ever had. Yeah, so I'm brilliant. overwintering ones for me again, I think. And the strawberries are looking good. And I love your companion planting. You've got uh, narcissi yes. alongside the strawberries. Yeah. And it's just pretty as a picture. And I, yeah, I really love your potager style gardening. Well, and it just works so well. Well, I, obviously, I, as I've said many a time, I really enjoy the flowers. Mm. But as much as for me, they really are about the pollinators. It makes me really happy down here to see bees and hoverflies and all sorts of bugs and things flying around and yeah. having a feed. So yes. that's what that's a, about. A bee hotel on the Yes, wall. the bee hotel is looking a bit sorry for itself yeah, these days. Yeah. It's all collapsing, but um, it's there. It all helps. <laughs> it, it all helps. It all yeah. helps. It really does. Yeah. And uh, I mean, what's staggering to see is as soon as we get, I always think it's once we get past the equinox on the 21st of March and the days start getting longer, everything just goes bang, doesn't it? It bursts it? into life, it, doesn't it? it? It's, and it's just such a beautiful time. I, I love it, and especially after such a long, cold, yes. dark winter. You might be interested to know. Here we are. Uh, the date today is April the 15th. 15th. So first light is at 5.16 in the morning. Here we are. In, mm. This is for Norwich. I could tell you that because I was up just before that. <laughs> <laughs> and I've been, I've been up since. Yes. <laughs> the joys oh, of having boy. a two and a half year old. Absolutely. <laughs> sunrise. You might be able to tell me, Tim, what time is sunrise? Oh, it's going to be, what is it? Uh, it's about five past six? No, so it's about 40 minutes later. So sunrise is at 5.53 today. Oh, okay. Sunset uh, is at 7.56 and Hooray. last light is at 8.33. Wow. So, you know, amazingly long days is the point. And uh, that's just about 13 hours of sunshine. Brilliant. And, <laughs> and it's strong sun, you know, it's up yeah. in the sky. I, mm. I love that combination of cold, you know, still cold air, because we're at the tail end of winter. Yeah. Um, especially not being far from the North Sea, you feel it in the air. Um, but the sun is strong. Yeah, it's got yeah. real warmth in it mm. now, hasn't mm. it? And what it's doing for the plants is just amazing. So, yeah. The days get longer, and yeah. uh, and also it means longer for gardening, doesn't it? it? Does. So you get in it there does. after work, and yeah. uh, or first thing in the morning, and uh, yeah, there are other special times to yeah. be on the plant. It's easier to fit jobs in, isn't it? And, mm. and just more time to be outside in general. Yeah, 
Yeah, yeah. I, you've been away, Peter, but since you've come back, what, what have you been doing on the plot? Uh, taking stock, really. Um, the uh, in terms of uh, in terms of supplies, everything's running low. Yeah. I've just finished yeah. the last shallots. The garlic is hanging on. We've still got some garlic left, but uh, uh, and I've grown a an extra long storing variety this year. Um, so yeah, it's just really interesting as things things finish, the end the end of the cauliflowers, the end of the leeks, um, the last I've got two or three squashes left. Brilliant. The bolotti beans were just eaten last yesterday, the last of <laughs> oh. the bolotti beans. So uh, yeah, it's it's been great. As things finish then things are coming on. Yeah. I've been weeding mostly, looking at having been away uh, which I feel guilty about, but did have a fantastic break uh, in Cornwall. Um, so weeding and taking stock and uh, looking after all the seedlings. Yeah. Uh, hundreds of seedlings at home and a kind neighbour watered them, but they're all ready to go in. Brilliant. And things in the polytunnel which are just stalled in the yeah. long, cold days. But the radicchio, I mean, that's the wonderful thing about a polytunnel or a greenhouse or even cold frames. Um, to be having salad now at this time yes. of the year. The radicchio are just fantastic eating. Yeah. And they're, 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 they're the size of a cauliflower. Oh, wow. <laughs> I was going to ask you if you've still, because you said sort of some of your supplies are running low, but have mm. you got some food stuff? Obviously, you've got the radicchio, but have you got anything else that you're radicchio, able to harvest at the yes. moment? Or? I mean, it's it's all, I mean, uh, the parsley is, they're small bushes. It suddenly was looking very sad because it was so cold over winter. But the parsley, all the herbs are taking off the chives in the polytunnel, rocket, um, beetroot are doing really well, not oh, ready for eating, but lots of things in the polytunnel uh, have suddenly taken off um, just the warmth and the extra light. Yeah. Um, and it's great to be bringing things on early. The potatoes, the first earlies I did get in, I think it was March the 15th. I was aiming for St. Patrick's Day <laughs> in honour of my Irish blood, uh, but um, which we all have, don't we? We all claim for that. A bit of a, that's a pirate blood, isn't it? No. <laughs> the, uh, this explains his love of the sea. Yes. Well, I, if, you'll forgive, oh. if you'll forgive me a little aside, I was talking to my dad the other day, and he's just un, un, been persuaded by my sister to have a DNA test. And he's just discovered that his father was not his father. Yeah. Oh I my know. goodness. At 95. Wow, no his, way. The, his father can't be his father. Wow. His father, because his blood test, his DNA test has come back with something like 55% Russian. Oh <laughs> and he, he remembers his mother having a very close friend who was called Yanka, <laughs> <laughs> who was in the Russian Navy. We like to think he was part of the mutiny of the 1917 <laughs> mutiny <Yeah>. and, he, <laughs> and the battleship to, to Potemkin. Wow. Um, so yes, it's very odd. Wow. Just, uh, I don't know if it's also the great time to discover that I am, yeah. uh, what, a quarter Russian? Yeah, goodness me, yeah, Peter, this yeah. is big news. I yeah. know, it's slightly shocking. I'm still, uh, my, dad, my dad's completely unfazed. I said, Dad, yeah. that means we're not Martins. <laughs> and he said, oh, yes, I suppose that hasn't occurred to me. Wow. But it well. does explain, the point behind all that, does explain why I love beetroot and borscht <laughs> and cabbage <laughs> and all, of, all those real peasanty things I love with a passion. <laughs> so, yeah, the uh, what are we doing? I mean, those have been the main, the main jobs getting back into it all the, the I mean a bit slow but I've got potatoes in but the rest are all ready to go in Brilliant. all the, the second earlies and the main crop um, still plenty of time for them to go in uh, Good Friday was only last Friday yes. a week ago so mm. and that's the day for putting potatoes in but um, 
Yeah, and then bringing on, putting in all, um, the sturtiums and things like that. And, yeah. and the thing that gives me greatest joy on the plot uh, at the moment is several years ago I put in uh, fritillaries, or I suppose, ah, sorry, yes. to, to uh, in honour of you as a Royal Horticultural <laughs> Society student, I should say fritillaria. Oh yes, that's the Anyway, name. all the snakes had fritil fritillary. I can only say fritillaries. <laughs> it's fine, Peter. <laughs> it's they're fine. all out underneath. You're the, not going to pass that the, the, exam. <laughs> no, I'm definitely not. But they're all out alongside Narcissi, un Narcissi oh, under the apple tree. And it's a thing of such heart-aching beauty. Yeah. It does melt my heart. I, I spend far too long just sitting on the bench looking at the snake's head fritillaries under the apple tree with the first blossom coming out. And yeah, it's, it really is heart-achingly beautiful. Oh. That's lovely to hear. Mm. And I don't think you can spend too long sitting on the bench. I think that's what we all need to do more <laughs> of sometimes. What about you, Tim? What have you been up to on the plot? Um, I've, I've been really busy the last week on the plot, actually. Really, really busy. Um, which is uh, due to the fact that I had done very little for a couple of weeks and I started to get very anxious. Oh. Uh, I got the allotment anxiety and I was messaging Peter saying, what am I going to do? I haven't <laughs> got my potatoes in. Everyone's putting them in. Um, but I was fortunate this week being off as it's Easter, so I had a, had a week off. And uh, our littlest is only six months old and he naps three times a day. So three times a day, I put him on me, strap him onto my chest, and I go to the allotment. And he sleeps for about an hour, hour and 15. Brilliant. And he has been amazing at letting me thrash about on the allotment. Um, <laughs> and also, after all, how, as humans, as a species, we must have gardened like that for thousands of yeah. years with children strapped to backs. No, it, it did feel very wholesome mm. to yeah. be... Um, digging around my hands in the dirt and hearing him snore right close to me it was lovely but he, he's been brilliant at letting me do that and I've, I've been down three times a day sometimes um, for the last um, last week so three hours a day and been really productive which is great and uh, compared to last year when I was mostly building um, the plot and scaffolding yeah. boards and spending a lot of time doing that I feel like I'm now planting which yeah, is yeah. <laughs> which is what you two seem to talk mm. about doing a lot um, <laughs> and that that's been that's been great putting the second earlies in the onions are in the beans are in the overwintering uh, garlic are doing really well rhubarb's coming through and um, and yeah it's uh, it feels it feels like the plot is sort of how I imagined it last year Great. when I was when I was thinking about it so it's been nice and it you know it is a lot of work it has has mm. taken time but it's been incredibly re rewarding one of the things I've really enjoyed doing is getting really low to the ground yeah. <laughs> um, where before digging wasn't great for my head so yes. now I just go and sit on the ground and I shuffle and dig with a fork it's quite hard yeah. work but just dig with a fork at ground level and what I've um what I've realised is you see a totally different perspective yeah. from six inches mm. off the ground yes, do, than yeah. six mm. foot. Yeah. And I've become really um, close to worms <laughs> in two senses, <laughs> literally close yes. to them. But also I find myself being the steward of the worms. So when I'm digging, I, uh, I used to kind of just, you know, throw worms about. But now I see the birds fly around. I like, yeah, get yeah, back yeah. in, <laughs> get back yes. in, because I, I appreciate the importance of worms. Yeah. It's but amazing being, when you're digging, suddenly... That the uh, what's that song about? Why do birds? <laughs> you can be digging and suddenly there's robins, yes, yes. <laughs> blackbirds, black yeah. 
uh, just they sit on my spade. Yeah, yeah. same. Really tame. Yeah, on my spade uh, as well. Yeah, they're so brazen, well, aren't they, and eager. Yeah, they're desperate for those worms. <laughs> but I've been really putting them back in because right. I, I yeah. realise how important worms are. But it's really nice to be that low to the ground and be really amongst yeah. it. And I, I've tried to not do as much digging, as you yeah. mentioned earlier, but I've had to do a bit because I had to dig a new new yes. area yeah. um, for some potatoes. But um, The other thing that's yeah. worth, that I love about what you've just said is Getting down and getting your hands in the soil is just a real reminder that when we're gardening, we use all our senses. Yes. Yeah. We use the sense of smell, we use our sight, of course, a lot. But touch is so important, yeah. actually feeling, feeling the texture of the yeah. soil um, is, is such a good experience and tells you so, so much. Yeah. So, yeah, it's great that you've had that experience and, and yeah, living the digging dream, non-digging <laughs> <Yeah>. dream. <laughs> well, so, something funny happened to me uh, on the plot the other day. I, Somebody put on um, the Facebook group that unfortunately they'd had their trellis stolen and we have quite a lot of vandalism on our plot um, and there's been in the news recently that, that big case um, in Essex um, and we've had a few break-ins and somebody put on their plot that they'd had their trellis stolen as well as a few other things um, and that someone was going around taking pictures and a couple of days later um, Sharon Koppel who is the uh, site rep called me and uh, I said hi Sharon how you doing she said um, yeah I just thought I'd let you know that um, you've been identified as the man who's been stealing trellises and other things <laughs> oh my goodness <laughs> oh my goodness it was you yeah. <laughs> and she said I don't think it's you but I just thought I'd check so Tim, I said is this a, con- is this a confession <laughs> it's not a confession this is a part of my acquittal and I said uh, no that wasn't me um, the she least said, likely well, person is hard to imagine yeah, yeah. That, that somebody had taken a picture of me walking around the plot uh, because I was looking suspicious because I was taking pictures of other people's plots ah. um, and I said to Sharon that that was me actually I was taking pictures for the allotment podcast twitter account <laughs> <laughs> and the reason I was walking on another plot was because I keep my tools in Peter's shed and it turns out this chap unfortunately had his stuff stolen was uh on a, a plot near you so yeah I've, I've been accused of of stealing oh, goodness. um but I actually uh, went and spoke to the guy yesterday You've mentioned this awful case in Essex, but I think it's absolutely right. We we um, talk, just mentioned the say a little yes, bit more. Yes, I agree. Uh, so this is Carly Bird from Harlow in Essex, who has been absolutely amazing in that she's turned over her allotment to almost like a community garden, but she she's the she she does the gardening, has volunteers who come and help. Mm. And it's all to feed people. Yes, it's, incredible. it's like a food bank from it's her a, own yeah, land, isn't it? It absolutely is, and it's it's uh, very philanthropic. It's something which addresses a real need in society. It's been a brilliant, brilliant scheme, and it was tragic to her to learn this week that somebody had climbed over and put something like five kilograms of salt on yes. the plants and killed them. Of yeah. course, the potatoes. All the crops, uh, so many of the crops destroyed, absolutely tragic. And we just kind of want to say, yeah, she's amazing. Yeah. And uh, um, we'd love to go and visit her and try and find ways to support her. Yes, help. absolutely. And I hope it sounds like she wants to carry on and keep keep doing the good work that she's doing. But um, And it is good to hear that she's had a lot of support from other people. But, yeah, we just want to sort of show solidarity and say how sorry we are that it's happened because... 
It's an who awful. It's not, yeah, who thing? would do such a thing? It's an awful thing yeah, to do, really, really. and it's not just destroying the plants; it's damaging the soil, which yes, yeah, is, yeah, yeah. So no ways around it. But anyway, yeah. um, respect to, to Carly Bird yeah. and and her all her helpers, and good luck with uh, sorting it out. Yes. So here we are on the 15th of April. What are you two going to be doing on the plot for the next couple of weeks? So my main jobs, I think, are going to be continuing to sow lots of seeds. Mm. Uh, so I can start sowing courgettes and sweet corn and beans. So filling up my greenhouse, I think, with all sorts of things. So you're going to sow those indoors still because yeah, it's still a indoors. bit cold at night. Exactly, yeah. And then I generally do that around this time every year and then keep mm. an eye on them and then bring them outside for a bit to sort of harden off and then plant them. So you'll plant those in May, middle of May? Now, I'll start planting I'll Sorry, start no, plant them out. Yeah, yeah, depending on the weather, normally May, mid-May. Yeah. Okay, and depending yeah. on the size. Um, yeah. To be honest, I might have started some seedlings off earlier in the year, normally, but because it's been a bit cold, I've waited a little longer. Yeah. So yeah, lots of seed sowing. And with that in mind, I have a little gift for you both. Oh. Um, <laughs> because <laughs> we've talked a lot about green manures, mm. and um, they're good for pollinators, and they're attractive and add nutrients and things to the soil. So I've got two packets here of different things and I thought you could choose whichever one you both wanted. So we've got Crimson Clover, which uh, says on the packet that it revitalizes poor soils naturally and fixes nitrogen into the soil. And we've got Phacelia. Oh, I love Phacelia. Uh -huh. oh, I was going to shotgun Phacelia. Uh, well. <laughs> Only because Stephanie Hafferty mentioned it uh, and I didn't recognize the other you one. Could, you could half and half them because they're, they're quite big seed No, you, you take the Phacelia, take I'll take this other one. But um, yeah, they're both great for pollinators yeah. and Brilliant. good for improving the soil structure. So there you go. Brilliant. Thank and you so much. And also the seeds from Facelia. I didn't do it last year, but Anna on the plot next to me had, um, knew she was going to have a very busy year and covered her plot in Facelia. Mm. And I always meant to save the seeds, but I never did, partly just because everything looked so pretty. Yeah. And it's nice for <laughs> yeah. the birds and the wildlife. But thank you. Brilliant. What, uh, Brilliant. Uh, Facelia, I know as well. Once you've had it once, like I've sown it once. You'll never need to sew it again. I've got little <laughs> seedlings over there. Yes. So, yeah. <laughs> Fantastic. So, and just with green manure, because mm. I've never done it before, <laughs> the idea is that you grow it and then you dig it into the soil. Yeah. So that all that nitrogen that's in the plant goes into the soil. And then you would, what, leave that for a bit? Would you cover it? It, it does depend on the type of green manure. So, mm. crimson clover, which you've got there, Tim. I haven't yep. grown that before. And I, I can't remember whether you need to just chop the tops off mm. um, and then leave them on the surface or whether you sort of dig out the plant and then leave that on the surface if, if we're going no dig then you can just leave it all on the surface yeah and it should break down and add to the soil or you could dig things in like facelia you can dig in or again you can leave it on the surface yeah um, some of these plants like some of the advice is sometimes to not let them go to flower and to seed mm. um, but I always do because they break mm. the pollinators so mm. for me yeah. it's a mm. double-edged thing especially mm. um, this one crimson clover i think fixes nitrogen in the soil through its roots so yeah. you want to let that grow for as long as possible tim great and then you can grow it between crops i was just going to say then so see i don't have a huge amount of space on my yeah. plot um so i could grow them in between strawberries or in between potatoes yeah, or I would say, because, beans or because they get quite tall they yeah. crimson clover grow to a maximum of mm, uh, oh 50 yeah. centimeters yeah you might want to consider what crops you grow them with. So yeah. I've got crimson clover to grow this year and I'm going to grow it between my sweet corn. So Great. 
because um, they grow tall. So or stuff like beans. Yeah. So yeah, there's your present. Peter, what have, what have you been doing? Or no, not what have you been doing? Sorry, what are you going to be doing well, in April? Have you got? What am I going to be doing in schemes? April? Well, in return for your green manure, I've got something for you two. Ah. Because, <laughs> as you know, I love growing uh, things to go in the store cupboard. Yes. And last year, I mean, I had pretty good success with. I mean, it's it's growing protein is slightly rarer. We grow yeah. vegetables for for eating, but protein less so. And last year I had a lot of success with the Gigantes, the big fava beans, fava beans, however you want to say it. <laughs> and they store and just make endless fantastic dishes. And I thought I'd eaten all my seeds. And so I Aww. ordered a load. And then I discovered I'd hidden them away because I knew if Chloe found them, <laughs> she would have cooked them. them. <laughs> so I found my supply of beans that I saved from last year's crop. So the ones I've ordered are for you. Oh. So there's a packet of the Greek Gigantes runner so beans. Cool. Brilliant. And they're they're just such pretty flowers that they they're once they're in they're really easy to grow. And just don't rot them, Tim, like the ones <laughs> I gave you last year. Oh, <laughs> the seed, never live it down. <laughs> the seeds don't soak them, don't um, don't keep it don't don't let the seed as it's germinating get too wet. It will rot. And there goes a helicopter overhead. Um, but once they're in the ground, yeah, as long as they're watered, and they're beautiful flowers, and they make these fantastic beans. They're the biggest butter bean there is, and it's they're just great eating. They're great to make a dip or hummus type thing. Brilliant. Um, they make fabulous stews throughout the winter. Uh, yeah, they're they're they're, they're fabulous. Oh, thank you. Enjoy you enjoy uh, so eating and growing them. Can add That's that to great. my April jobs then. So it's yes, yes, I've so got a present for you two. <laughs> okay. <laughs> this is turning into present exchange, isn't it? <laughs> Well, whilst, while Tim goes and rustles in his bike pannier, the um, jobs for April, same as you, Rachel, um, mixture of seedlings. I mean, uh, last year I was had seedlings growing in January, tomatoes and uh, aubergines, um, but I, I just had to wait and wait and wait yeah. and wait, and that wasn't good for them. So I've slightly delayed. I yeah. think they got stressed waiting to go in the ground. So this year I slightly delayed, just like you. Um, so lots of seedlings on the go at the moment and uh, very excited because I'm growing so many things that I've never grown before um, but in terms of varieties yeah um, so I'll keep you posted in in that way apart from that uh, weeding and mulching yes. weeding, uh, weeding, uh, weeding. weeding and mulching and getting things in the ground <laughs> and rebuilding the shed and the big project, Tim and I, we've been talking about it a lot, but it is now crunch time. Uh, but I, I now have <laughs> time, is. is getting the polytunnel up, getting the manure on the ground and getting the big polytunnel up. Yeah. Um, yeah, six by three meters, because we love our polytunnels, but Exciting. they've been a bit small. So yeah. we've got this big one that I, I, Tim found on Facebook Marketplace. I went and, I went and um, brought it from an allotment down in Ipswich and uh, it's a thing of beauty. It will be a thing of beauty. <laughs> it will be. It will we're be. We're getting close to the point where we're going to have to leave it another year. If it's not up, no, <laughs> no, we, no, there's always, we'll put it up. I mean, the, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll get it up. I mean, as long as it's up in the next two, three weeks, that'll yeah. be fine. Yeah, uh, we'll, we'll find some time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, Yes. So, so aside, yeah, aside from putting up a polytunnel with Peter, mm. have you got any other jobs or will that one be such a big job? That I think that, that was going to be yeah. my main job, really, yeah. um, because I, we kind of struck a deal that I would turn over the saw and get rid of as much couch grass as possible. And then Peter was going to come and add in the manure. 
I actually started that in February and loads of grass has grown back. Oh no! <laughs> so I've yeah, got to go grass. back over it. Um, but at least we can then identify that the uh, where the cooch grass is, yes. and there should yeah. be none left after that. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's that's probably going to be my main one. And the other thing I'm trying to do is um, I'm making a, an area for um, for Lara, Aww. and I've been trying to make a mud kitchen. It's just bribery. She yeah. just never, she doesn't want to be on the plot. So I'm just trying to, I'm trying to trick her into yeah. thinking it's a great place for her to be. Um, yeah, that, that's it really. I think getting the rest of the potatoes in and um, the hotbed. I haven't put anything in that yet, which I'm ashamed to say oh. because I was hoping to extend the season. That was the whole point of it. Yeah. But I'm going to put parsnips in there. Yeah. And I may even put some of these beans in there, Peter, mm-hmm. because it'd be great to get some mm-hmm. earlies. And they, in terms of germination, yeah, they, 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 they like to be warm. Yeah. But growing conditions, yeah, they'll go well in mm. a hotbed. Yeah. And talking yeah. of your hotbed, I, given that you're both here today, I've got some plastic panels to give you ah, yes. to put on top of it if you do want to use it as a yeah. hotbod. Hotbod? Hotbod. Hotbod. <laughs> He's got a hotbod. Freudian slip. So, yes, I have some plastic to give Oh dear! I don't think anyone's ever said that about me before. So I'm, I'm going to take it Keep as if you meant it. Keep it all in. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Do any of you? Uh, I'm moving swiftly on. Yeah. Do any of you grow artichokes? No. No, I no. I have before, but I don't at the moment. No. No. Okay, I don't either. But it's a a good time to do it, and mm. I thought I might try growing some 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 of the uh, Jerusalem artichokes. They make a really nice soup. Ooh. I think yeah. our plot's quite well suited for them because yeah. I see a lot of them mm. around. So uh, yeah. yeah, could be a good one yeah. to Dry do in Norwich. Soil. Yeah. 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 yeah, when I grew them, they did really well down here. Yeah, so yeah, give it a go, Peter. Yeah, I will do. I mean, other jobs. I noticed your garlic was looking a little bit yellowy, and I don't know yeah. if that's because uh, it's been very cold, but it might be because it's a bit low in nutrients. Mm. And um, yes, the organic. Uh, um, onion granules are perfect for that because they're yeah. slow release. Um, but it might be, it's just it's just a general thought that things that have been overwintered might benefit from a little feed. That's a I, good idea. I yeah. use a seaweed feed, which I think is fantastic. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, um, overwintered spring cabbage, kale. My um, mm. broccoli's all coming up and looking yeah. really mm. good. But I put that down to the manure sorry i know i'm being yeah. boring i love no, my no. manure no. Um, but onions yeah i mean a seaweed based fertilizer if anything's looking a bit jaded is mm. is um magic at this time yeah. of year and if things are slightly because things are growing they need the nutrients yeah. uh, no, as we said they um that's a good reminder because i yeah. bought some seaweed feed and i haven't used it yet and it's been in mm. my car for about a month so thank you peter hey, <laughs> and the other thing is um the other useful job generally that I think of this time of year as if it's not been done already. Preparing the ground for tomatoes. Yes. Um, we've talked about that earlier, but uh, yeah, getting the ground ready for the tomatoes. Um, there's a lot of talk, isn't it? I mean, I know the no dig thing, but you kind of, uh, you know, preparing the ground and letting it settle. I'm always slightly um, conflicted about this because, of course, you're going to dig it all up when you put the seedling in. Mm. You know, if you've got a thing in a pot and the pot's six inches across, of course, mm. you're going to have to dig mm. it up. So, but just not I, as much up. Not yeah. as much, no, exactly. And I, I suppose the point I'm making is, if you haven't dug, prepared the soil and let it settle, I'm, 
it, it doesn't always unduly matter for some things. Mm -hmm. yeah. Still better to get the manure in yes. than, uh, 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 than not. Yeah. Um, I think like Stephanie I say, Hafferty said that in that episode, yeah. really, and she said, yeah. you know, don't feel guilty about digging, and it's better to have something in the ground than yeah. nothing in the ground, yeah. Yeah. which yeah. could be the case if you well, did no it, dig it, for yeah. a whole exactly. year. Yeah. Exactly, and I think yeah. that, um, yeah, I mean, she was very uh, uh, um, measured about that. And I think in terms of what you've just been saying about the polytunnel, I mean, the couch grass is so thick mm. on, on, on our plots when they've been left. You will only get rid of that by digging. Yeah. There is no alternative. We've, we've argued about it. I think we've come from probably have different points of view. If you want to wait three years with a cover, then please do. But we yeah. won't polytunnel up this year. <laughs> well, Stephanie Hafty said one year, but I had no dig cover on my plot which I took away this week which had been on there for a year and couch grass was still there oh, it's no. really yeah. so I think there yeah. are and maybe yeah. some areas or yeah. some parts of the country which yeah. ours is one which uh, has very persistent yeah yeah strands, anyway strands can be over a meter long it's yeah. a beautiful day I hope it's a beautiful day or a good gardening day for anybody who's listening and if you'd like to get into uh, if you'd like to get in contact with us to talk about anything that we've discussed today then please do via our email at sunflowerlotmanpodcast at gmail.com or on Instagram and Twitter at sunflowerpod1. Thank you very much, you two. Thank you, It's Tim. been a real Thank pleasure. Yeah, Thanks for welcoming us to your plot. Oh, Again, I love coming up here. Yeah, it, it is pretty as a picture. And although we're surrounded by houses, all you really see is trees. Yeah, yeah. It's, greenery. It's a, it's lots a, of birds. Lots just of another flowers. reminder of allotments of these magic little places yeah. in, in cities and there is yeah. wildlife profusion. Uh, but yeah, and isn't it so exciting? Here we are, middle of April. Yeah. The, the gardening season has <laughs> really begun. <laughs> All right. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye.